Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to be here. Uh, this is my second hour this morning. we got one hour to go. Oh my gosh, that's not long enough for you to get all your questions answered. But if you do have a question for me this morning, I'd love to hear from you. Our numbers here this morning are in Pinellas County. That's 461-9352. In Hillsborough County, that's 990-9352. And of course, our toll-free line is uh, 1-800-969- 9352969-9352. I'd love to hear from you this morning. I've got Dave online here right now. Let's go right to Dave. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Uh, yes, sir. You go over fire ant control, prevent, not prevention, but the, you mentioned spraying. Yes, sir. So can you give me the... Okay. Uh, two different okay. things. One I'm going to tell you is a almost a, a a revolutionary thought process in the control of fire ants and one is for the average everyday homeowner of what you can do okay so uh for for an av- for average homeowners uh they just want to get rid of the ants so uh they're going to go out there and you're going to spray a product called uh bifenthrin uh or tall star and bifenthrin is a liquid product. You mix it up with water and you spray over the whole lawn and you concentrate on the areas where the fire ants are and you get pretty good control and then a couple months later they come back again. Okay, so that's that's basically for most homeowners what you're going to experience uh, for control. There are also uh, granule baits. Uh, Oh, several different varieties. I won't go into different names uh, that you can put out. That's a that are fairly decent baits. You put it out, and usually within thirty days you get control for about another thirty or forty-five days, uh, and it kills the fire ants in the lawn. Uh, those are all great products. However, there is another product out there. It is a res- what we call a restricted 
use product, meaning it can only be applied by certified pest control applicators, and it's called Top Choice. Uh, Top Choice. And Top Choice is science built in to the application of a product that places the product in the area that the fire ant travels in the thatch area of turf grass. Now, what do you mean by that, Mark? What they've done, uh, and this is, I, I believe this is a Bayer product. Uh, what Bayer did is they actually researched, uh, to bring the product on the market cost them about six, seven hundred million dollars. So they had a couple of bucks to spare, uh, to test this stuff out. And they try, they researched, uh, Dave, where fire ants move within the thatch so that when they, uh, have their product to be applied, they want their product to go just to that area where the fire ants were. And they found out that the that the particle size of the of the pellets of top choice are made so that when you apply them over your turf grass, they fall exactly to the layer where fire ants use for travel. And that's where this product goes. So uh, from a pest control standpoint, my, my, from my standpoint, wow, you know, who would have thought, you know, uh, because you're, 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 you're placing a product only where the fire ants are if you want to control fire ants and they control them for an entire year at that level. So that's the difference between control and elimination. Okay. Does I that- have two acres. Yes. Now that would be that may be expensive to do with this product, but how much is your time worth to do it yourself six, seven times a year? And then how much is each fire amp bite worth to you? <laughs> you know what I mean? My ankles my ankles can tell you that. Right, exactly. My God, every time I walk out uh in the yard it's uh it's a new hit. So uh what a lot of people that we service do that, that live on small farms or they have acreage, I have, I've got five acres too, so, uh, you know, they will treat the immediate area around the home, uh, 10,000 feet area around the home, uh, as the base area for, for top choice. And then beyond that, they'll use other controls for it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Now, when you talk about that, if you use top choice around the uh, living area, uh, will that keep the fire ants from the other area from coming in immediately? It will control them in that area for up to a year. And, in fact, they are so stringent, uh, uh, Bayer is so stringent that they will do this. If you apply it according to the label, uh, to that area, and let's say you get a uh, you have a problem come up, they will come back in and give you free product to reapply it to that area. That's how that's how well they uh, or, support their product. Right, or your your company or a company would come right back out. Yes, if you had yes, problem. absolutely. So that uh, yeah, I believe that answers the question. I just need to realize so I can. And here, here's a, here's a something else. Here's something else too, Dave, is that not only can you apply the, the fire ant material over the turf grass, but you put them into the, 
to the beds next to the home too. And it also controls them in the beds as well. So uh, you not only get it because, you know, most of us will work in the beds, right? I mean, I'm a, I'm always planting bulbs or something else. The problem is, is after you apply the product, if you break that barrier, you dig a big hole out in the yard because you're going to put new irrigation in, do that first because <laughs> you don't want to break the barrier, right? Not to, not to disturb it. Okay. I have a story. you have time? Sure. I was talking to my girlfriend last Thursday, and we were sitting around now in the living room, and I said, you know, I have decided on cremation. She set me up an appointment for Wednesday. <laughs> so <laughs> are you still going? <laughs> Probably not, right? Guess not. All right, Dave, still there? Are you gone? All right, Dave, Dave hung up. <laughs> ah, that's all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Oh, I just got asked. There you go. Sherry. Sherry from St. Petersburg. Sherry, good morning. Good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm having a problem with my desert roses. Okay. You have some adeniums and you need help. Yes. Uh, I pulled them out of the open sun, but they were still getting sun from all this rain. Yes. Now they have a fungus. Uh-oh. They've got like a gray splotch and then I some rust places on it, and I uh, bought some um, Southern Agricultural um, Garden-Friendly Fungicide. I've sprayed twice, but it doesn't seem to touch them. Okay, so you're using the Dacanil product, uh, the Garden-Friendly Fungicide. I believe that contains Dacanil. Uh, if it's Southern Agriculture, because I carry the same product. I carry that line as well. Okay. In my store, and the garden-friendly fungicide, I believe, is uh, contains dacanil, and dacanil is a good product. It's like it's what they call a a local systemic uh, product. But you might have to step up to the next level, and that's what it sounds like to you, because you've got the rust. You know those adeniums that you're growing, the desert rose that you grow, is a is cousin to the plumeria that I grow. Okay, plumerias and deniums, uh, popcornese family, uh, all one big happy family. They get the same darn problems, and uh, they get the uh, rust just like mine get rust. And I think you're experiencing that right now under on the underneath sides of the leaves. Yes. And you know what else? Your darn desert roses get mine too because I grow a few. Uh, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Your caterpillars. Have you had them on yours yet? No, I haven't. This first time I've ever had any problems with the desert roses. Um, that, no, don't have any anything biting. Uh, just that, you know, this problem. Just this. Okay. So you, what, uh, what you're going to need to do is get yourself a product called Thiamil. Thiamil, T-H-I-O-M-Y-L. Southern Agriculture puts it out. It's the next step up in, in the line of fungicides. 
Uh, fungicides come in different levels based on particle size, uh, how the how uh, whether or not it's a, a a contact, a local systemic, a true systemic, a translinear, uh, or or a fully systemic type products. And the price goes way up. I mean, talking from from like eight bucks a, for a bottle to a tiny little two ounce bottle that uh, now costs two hundred twenty five dollars. So okay, so but if it works, it works. Right, but but thigh mill, you're you're in the twenty eight dollar value in twenty eight dollar level here. Okay, and that, and it'll probably last you for several years. Okay, so it, it, it's a great product out there. It's still available uh, for you as a homeowner at almost any wherever you bought the other product. You can get this there as well, and okay. you're going to spray that uh, on the bottom side of the leaf and the top side of the leaf. Now you might lose a couple of leaves. That that's kind of that'll happen. Okay, the, well, let me ask you one more question. Yes, uh, when all this rain started. Uh, and when I removed them, they're still getting sun, but I started getting these orange, but orange bring out the dirt. I pulled them out of that dirt. Should I spray the roots with this also? I yes, I uh, you had these growing actually in the ground. No, no, they're in. They were in pots, and I have pulled them out of the pots and uh, washed the pots out. Just have them bare right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I would yeah. Let's get them back in the pots. Uh, they don't want to be in the dirt. They want to be in pots. And uh, sterilizing the pots with a uh, 1% chlorine uh, 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 bleach, Clorox bleach solution yeah. uh, just sterilizes the pot. And that always helps. I do that for my earth boxes, too, uh, and my grow, other grow boxes. Uh, that, that just helps any fungal diseases that might be left there. You know, you don't see it, but they're there. Okay. Uh, that, that was my argument when I had the, the orange mushrooms. Uh, they didn't even look like mushrooms. They looked more like an um, end of a banana, but they were orange. <laughs> going up oh, you know what you've got? Uh, you, you know what you have there? Those are called stinkhorns. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I just, uh, <laughs> you know, see how, you know, I have people out all the time. Okay, so I have people out every single day, okay? They're servicing here, they're servicing there, they bring this back, they bring that back. And then I post online on my Facebook account things people bring in. Well, just last week, I posted about stinkhorn mushrooms and the foul smell that you get from them uh, coming and growing out of the mulch. And the way to get rid of it is... Digging that area out and throwing that in the garbage and getting getting rid of it. Uh, if you let that stink horn, those orange, yellow, red, or different colored nasty uh, mushrooms uh, that that are growing out of that mulch uh, mature, they will produce a foul, foul odor. Okay. Okay. And if you've been noticing that around your home, that's what it is. Is with all that rain, it was growing in the desert roses. Uh, that's when I pulled them, pulled them out of the the pots and got sure. rid of the dirt and everything, and just left them bare bones. And they seem to be fine, other than the the rust and the gray splotches on them. Okay, well, uh, you probably did the right thing, and I would suggest putting them back into a peat and perlite mixture, a nice, good, well drained uh, mixture, unless you have a special mixture that you like that you like to use. I've just been using that cactus potting soil. Oh, that'll work. Sure. 
Yeah, that'll work. And uh, get get him back into the container and keep him out in the full sun and just watch the water. Don't you don't use a uh, uh, you know a, a drip uh, thing for the water underneath the pot. Uh, let that go. Just let that thing drain right straight through. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate all your help, and it's go to the next level. Then. Very good. Okay. Thank you so much. No problem. You have yourself a good day, Sherry. I appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, thank you. All right. Bye bye. And I got to take a quick break. Of course, you are listening to Florida Gardening. Dig this Florida Gardening with Mark Govan on 970 WFLA. And welcome back to Florida Gardening. A real quick one. Let's get right to Vi. Vi, good morning. Good morning, one of your groupie followers. How are you? Well, I'm doing wonderful. And and I'm going to let you know, Vi, since you've been waiting, I'm going to go ahead and if I have to hold you over, I will. Uh, okay. Uh, first, I'm going to say thank you because my familiars are doing great. The last time we spoke, you know, I had my big one. And I was really worried about her. Oh, and wonderful. It's doing wonderful. I'm glad to hear your plumerias are doing well. Good. Uh, my first question is, I want to grow garlic. Oh. Can I grow it in a pot because I have cat problems? Um, is it a is it a good-sized pot? Well, no, I'm asking you because I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Yes, you can. Uh, it, it, it You can grow it into a, into a container, yes. Uh, okay. You just have to – there's a few things I will have to tell you about it, but, uh, okay. yes, it can be done. Okay, my second question is, I'm also a a Hoya freak. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, one of my Hoyas, my old, oldest one, Bella, uh, is having problems. I don't know whether it's a repotter or what. Anyway, the middle of the leaves are getting yellow. What's wrong? All right. So I do have to hold you over. So stand by. Okay. I'll be right back to you, okay? Stand All by. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, you are listening to Florida Gardening. And I was talking with Vi right before the break. Uh, Vi, are you still there? I am here. Okay. You were talking about your plumerias. And, I'm, of course, I'm loving to hear that they're doing well. Uh, mine are looking, oh, so pretty right now. They they really are. Uh, yeah, so people pulled in my driveway going, oh, that's gorgeous. I said, yeah, I thought I was going to lose her. You know, it's funny because I, I, you know, I, I flipped through Facebook and I uh, someone posted a picture of an India. And uh, I said, oh, those are really pretty. You know, because uh, an India variety, a cultivar of uh, plumeria. And uh, they, they they texted back, oh, they should. They're one of yours. <laughs> so I said, well, that's, that's kind of – I said, I knew they looked really pretty for some reason. Uh, anyway. Uh, I tell somebody almost – and this is not a lie – at least twice a week about you. Oh. I, mean, I was saying to my uh, uh, adopted mother yesterday, uh, we were shopping together, and I said, without Mark, I moved up here in ninety. I think 96 or 97 from Naples. Yes. And I got you by accident, and I've been married to you ever since. Oh, well, bless your heart. I'm glad glad that you're with me all this time so far. So, uh, you're my 
in a row. You always get me out of trouble. <laughs> well, I, I'm happy to hear that. All right, let me help you with your Hoya. Uh, Hoya, I love Hoya. My wife grows Hoya on my porch, and I grow a couple in my uh, uh, in my greenhouse, actually. Uh, I actually should get the darn thing out of the greenhouse because it, it, it it's laterally growing now uh, down my benches, and I keep having okay. to pull it out. I don't know why I don't get it out of there. But, yeah, uh, watch, when they, watch when they twirl around, and then you got to unwind them. Oh, they, they, they did that terribly to a couple of my plants already. So yeah, right. <laughs> it happens. Now, yours is not doing well, you say? Uh, that's my oldest plant. She's now about 15, and it's Bella, which is my, a common one. I mean, I started yes. when I was 12 years old with Bella. Oh, ah, okay. That's how long I've had Hoyas. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm originally from Philadelphia, and I won first prize at the Philadelphia uh, Flower Show with my one Bella. Wow. Yeah, I had 40 blooms on her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, normally I'll have about maybe two or three blooms. That's about yeah. it. I know uh, about a, a five or six down here. I was I thought I would do better in Florida than, you know. But hmm. uh, I, I do get a half a dozen almost. I have about 40 types. Wow. But this one here is concerning me because she's, uh, it's almost like she wasn't watered. She's right. She's collapsing. And then she's in the middle, uh, you know, because they're elongated leaves. In the middle uh, she's yellow. What, what, what's going on? Yes, in the middle of the plant or middle of the vine itself? No, in the middle of the leaves. The elongated. Oh, leaves. middle of the leaves is yellow. If the middle vein, let's put it that way, if the middle yes. vein is yellow, it's a nitrogen deficiency, or I'm oh, sorry, okay. an iron deficiency. Middle oh, of the, okay. the the middle. If the vein, if you can see like the vein, and the vein is yellow, it's yes. a, it's. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's an iron chlorosis, and you need to put iron into the plant. Oh, so, okay. uh, what I would probably do, you well, you probably are fertilizing it just fine, but you need another fertilizer uh, that has the minor elements in it. 
Oh, okay. So, so uh, they sell these minor element packages, and you might want to get uh, a few of those and, and do all of your plants with some of the minor elements. However, you might also want to, while you're at the at the store, or maybe you even have it now because you have a lot of plants, uh, if you have some chelated iron. Yeah, I do. Uh, mix that up and uh, pour some of that in your plants, too. However, if these are hanging baskets like Mike my Hoyas are, uh, whatever leaks out uh, can stain. Oh, that's okay. I'll just bring them outside. <laughs> there you go. And I would do that a few times. I would do that a few times. And it's going to take a time, some time for it to, to respond as well. Okay, because okay. uh, it's only the new growth that generally responds. I never see the old stuff greening up. I just see the new growth looks better. Okay. Uh, do you think it would need repotting or just go with the Well, that's always a possibility. If you were saying the entire center of the plant was collapsing or the, or, or the tips of the plant were collapsing, the tips are a direct influence of the root system. So if the right. tips were looking bad, I'd say that you've got a root rot problem inside the plant. You know, no, what I don't have that. that no, I know. no. Uh, then I don't. I don't think I would worry about that. Okay, cool. All right. All right. And now, how do I grow my garlic? Oh, uh, your for your for I'm your tired, garlic. I'm tired uh, of paying. I'm tired of paying four and five dollars for one little bulb. Well, you know they get so much money for things, and I try to tell people. Uh, uh, all the time that, you know, why are you spending that kind of money uh, on the individual plants when you can go to the grocery, uh, you can go to, uh, generally speaking, uh, any uh, box store even and just purchase for yourself some seed and put the seed in for and then have that seed for years, too. Well, I was going to ask you, do shells have it? Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure okay. Shell's definitely has it. Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. All right. So well, I'll go get that, and what do I do? All right. So uh, if if you're going to go ahead and and grow these for yourself uh, with garlic, uh, what you want to do is get yourself a, a good seed, uh, to, and you're going to go from seed. You say correct? Right. All right. So uh, what you want to do is, uh, and this, this is not going to take. It can be hard to do, but you're going to start growing your plants in the fall. That's number one. Okay. okay. Uh, do you, by chance, have you ever grown the society garlic? No. Okay. Uh, a lot of people that grow garlic don't like it because it has that same fragrance as uh, as growing the you know uh, society garlic. So they don't like to grow it in the garden because it has that. Uh, Kind of like that pungent odor to it, and okay. and a lot of people, a lot of people do that. Uh, yeah, okay. So you want to improve your your soil. So if you're going to do these in, into a uh, a container, make sure the container is deep enough for the bulbs. Okay. Okay. So make sure that the you know you don't want just well, a little four inch container. You want at least a good eight inch container. And okay. You right. plant it right now. Okay. okay. And uh, you want uh, uh, good rows too. You want you want you want to make. Uh, you're going to do more than one. I take it. Oh yeah. All right. So uh, make sure that your garlic is down. Make sure that it, it, it comes up. You're going to use additional bone meal in your mixture. 
Okay. So you you want your regular fertilizer, but add some additional bone meal and blood meal along with that. Uh, they like that. And then, of course, monthly applications of 10, 10, 10. As the plants are growing, make sure you got, you got to get the weeds out. You got to stay on top of it. Oh, yeah, I know that. Mm. So <laughs> in uh, around February, because these, these, these are going to take a long time, okay? Yeah, I figured that. Yeah, okay. They're going to send up that flower spike. And uh, what you want to do is you want to encourage the bulb. You don't want to encourage the flowers. So what a lot of people do is they let them go to flower, and and it takes it zaps all the the strength out of the bulbs. You got to cut those flowers off. You okay. break it off, okay? And that makes you have a better bulb. It, and uh, the the garlic uh, in just about May to June you're going to be able to go ahead and start picking it, okay? Because okay. the leaves will all start dying. Now, that could be sometime early May. It can be late May. I, I, I've seen it go two different ways. But you you know when the foliage all starts to die that the cloves are ready to go ahead and pick. Okay, cool. Then that's now, once now, remember, it's a process here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Once you, once you get them out, then you gotta you got to cure the bulbs, okay? So so you're going to pull them out, and then you're going to hang the stalks upside down, and you got to dry the bulbs in in a in an area that's uh, out of the sun and it's cool, dry area. And you do that for about three weeks. Okay, don't cut the the roots and nothing off of it at that point when you hang them. uh, You remember the old vampire movies, and they have the whole bulb. They got the leaves. They've got the the roots, and they shake that at. at uh, you know the, the the vampires. That's what you want. You want the whole thing to dry uh, complete. After everything is uh, dried off, then you can shorten the tops down to four inches, uh, and then of course you let them continue to dry for another month. After that, it takes a while. Okay, that's okay. I'm writing the whole time you're No problem. Okay, cool. Right. Just keep them in a in a uh, a dry location. Uh, don't keep them out. If you keep them outside in our in our humidity, you know you can rot those things. That's the only problem well, with I'll it. I'll bring them. I can bring them in a the house. Then when they I'm will smell, <laughs> I'm just letting you know too. Oh, I know. Um, she, I'm Italian, and I was raised by a foreign grandmother. Well, very so I good. I understand the smell of garlic. All right. <laughs> um. Okay, which one would you recommend for me to start with? Uh, which, go garlic. ahead, which what? Which uh, type of garlic? Which would you recommend? Oh, uh, if it, I would, uh, are you going to buy seed again? Yes. I would just get a seed that's registered for Florida because there's, there's some varieties that will not grow here well. You have to get okay. one that actually has Florida on the label. All right. Okay. So get to, over there at the uh, – Go, go to – uh, yes, uh, go over to Shell's, Shell's Feed and Garden Supply. You said you were going to go by there. I'm yes. sure that they have uh, a very good uh, seed there, and it's good for – they've got some of the, the – uh, uh, the old-fashioned seeds there too. Okay. So I would get some of some of them uh, from them, and okay. have them uh, recommend at least a good variety. All right. 
Thank you so much. As All right. always, you're my hero. No problem. Uh, you know, if uh, you get some real good ones out there, send some pictures of them once you get them. I will do that. I haven't grown garlic in years. It's been a long time for me. Well, I'm just getting nuts with these prices in the stores. Oh, I understand. I understand. All right. And I use it for everything. So, anyway, have a nice Labor Day. Well, thank you. You too. I appreciate that. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Reggie, who's, who's next? On two. Jen. Jen, good morning. How are you? Did you say Jen? Jen, is it Jen? Yes, it is. Hi, it is. Jen. Uh, hi, I just have a question. I had a a, a small area of St. Augustine floor tam sod put in. Okay, I mean, just a half a pallet, you know. Oh, okay, a little area, sure. But anyway, they told me to use uh, after a couple months. I had it three months ago. They said after two months, uh, put um, high yield chinch bug. Bug blaster down. Okay. Pounds, they said. Okay. And so then she also said I should um, put some fertilizer down. Sure. So I've done that. And it looks good. Okay. How often do I fertilize and how often do I put the high yield bug buster stuff down? Well, you would probably be best suited, uh, Jen, to apply that every two months as a preventative. Okay. Okay? And it won't be for chinch bugs. It'll be for other pests as well. Chinch bugs just happens to be one of the things that that particular high-yield product will kill. But different times of year is different problems out there. So sometimes it's chinch bugs, sometimes it's army inside webworms, sometimes it's fire ants. Uh, but if you do it every two months, at least you have uh, you're stay, you're trying to stay ahead of the curve. Oh, that'll be great. Same that'll thing be. with the fertilizer. You want to keep the fertilizer going as well. Okay. Okay. Now I have another question. All right. I had a hibiscus, and it was in a not a complete sun area, and it never bloomed. So I moved it near another hibiscus I had, and I got one bloom on it over a year ago, and that's all the bloom. Well, that's not enough. (laughs) So. So hibiscus bloom on new growth. And that's what you tell me. So I keep snipping them off, snipping them off, you know. Well, what are you snipping off, the new growth or? Yeah. Well, you let those new growth grow until they bloom. Okay. Let the well, new growth grow and I'll and put the fertilizer time. down on it right now. Put some fertilizer down on the on the plants, and not just a little bit. You know, if you got a nice big plant, you're going to need about a pound of fertilizer. You know, I, I tell people a pound. They say, oh, my gosh, Mark, that's so much. No, it's not. Oh, okay. okay. Pound of fertilizer, uh, put it down. And I think that you're going to be you're going to be so much happier uh, in about uh, oh about 21 days because uh, that's about how long it takes for the fertilizer to work. Uh, you're going to start seeing some nice new growth coming and some nice little tight flower buds coming up on those plants as well. Okay, what kind of fertilizer? I would use a uh, blooming type of fertilizer eight ten ten. Eight ten ten. Or ten ten ten. Appreciate it. You're your very program. welcome, Jen. I appreciate you, you calling. You had a good time this morning, didn't you? Always okay. having fun. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thank bye. you. All right. Bye-bye. And who, who do we got next? 
Oh, Ken. Okay, we'll go to Ken in Tampa. Good morning, Ken. Hey, good morning, Mark. How are I, you? I'm doing well. I'm getting by. Uh, my screen's all dead, but that's okay. Hey, I can still are. work. Uh, Reg, Reggie's a good man to have there. <laughs> yes, he is. Hey, I got a better answer than uh, you had for Jen, and that is hire ABC Pest Control. Ah, well, see, Tyler is in your neighborhood <laughs> and for the job. Well, I I would love to tell everybody that, but then then it's a commercial. Right, I understand. Yes, that. Um, but. It's easy. You you sit back. You relax. You let let them do the work. But I do have a question for you. Yes, sir. What can I do? Um, I have a Halconia that's about three feet tall now. Okay. And how would I promote the bloom on the Heliconia? Uh Size is what usually does it for most of the Heliconia. So as the Heliconia grow, and whether these are in the ground or in pots, I grow them both ways, uh, it is... They, they are going to come up. The plant has to be of a certain size before the actual bloom uh, of the heliconia comes up. Now, uh, I've got probably four or five different varieties. I've got some that come up like little triangles. I've got other ones that like the lobster claw heliconia. Uh, okay. And they, they all take time, but they all are, are dependent on the foliage being up and, and the plant looking healthy. Should I expect it in the first year for the lobster claw to come out? Or is this a lobster claw? Right. Okay. Right. Sometimes it takes a uh, or or restrato. I think we call those. Uh, is a two year period. About two years it takes. Okay. And but and fertilizer too. Remember, you got to get that blooming fertilizer down as well. Okay. Now Are, you've also told me on my bird of paradise to add sulfur. Um, is sulfur, it's kind of, you know, the same. Well, if uh, you use a sulfur-coated fertilizer, Ken, uh, okay. most of our fertilizers are more of our, our better fertilizers, I should say, are sulfur-coated. And okay. if as long as you're using that, what that helps do is helps to lower the pH. Uh, and because most of our pH uh, that we have in our area is is above 7 uh, up into 8, 8.5. We need to bring that down to 6.5 is where we really want to be for most of our plants to grow. Some of our plants need even lower than that. And then we have to add sulfur just to get it down, uh, cracked sulfur, I should say, to get it down below 7. So, uh, But if you're using a sulfur-coated urea or sulfur-coated fertilizer, uh, that should help that out quite a bit. Okay, perfect. I do appreciate it, Mark. No problem. All right, That's it, Ken? You. Okay, uh, thanks. Labor Day. All right, thank you. All right, bye-bye. And uh, I got to take a quick break. Who's next? Jim and Valrico, you are next. So get yourself a quick cup of coffee. I'm going to be there in just about a minute. Stand by. You're listening to Florida Gardening. This is Florida Gardening with Mark Govan on 970 WFLA. And let's get right back to the telephone calls. I said Jim was next, and Jim, good morning. Good morning. How's it going, Mark? I'm doing really good. Thanks, Jim. Good. A couple quick questions. Uh, This is kind of general, but what has happened to the sweet potatoes this last year? I have been buying them all over the place, and they either have black streaks through them or they have a white streak, and they get kind of almost like rubbery. There's there's no taste to them. Well, I have seen certain sweet potatoes. Um, these are the purple ones that I've seen 
that were half black or like they were burnt, okay? And that doesn't sound like what you're talking about, but I have seen that so far uh, this year. Uh, and, and I think, and some that were split, and I know the splitting, that's due to, of course, uh, uh, water problems. But uh, with uh, the streaks that are running through them, um, that could be that could be another problem. Are, are, were these are, are these ones that you're growing? No, no, I I don't grow any. These I buy them in in the large food stores, or I buy them at the roadside stands. Or I, I haven't had a good sweet potato. I don't think in the last year. Oh, so you, so you you are not uh, uh, you're not growing any of these yourself. So uh, most of the people and, and see, I'm growing some right now myself. And I, I just checked mine here the other day, and they were they were still too young uh, to go ahead and and uh, do anything. But it could be uh, that uh, it could be that there might have been a problem with the sweet potato as it was developing. You know. Uh, yeah, this is on the inside of the potato, not on the outside. The outside it, it, they look, they look great. Looks great on the outside. Now, yeah. uh, it's just a white streak. Yeah, it's not a hole though. No, no, just a white, almost like it hasn't developed or something. Huh. And they get kind of rubbery. Well, rubbery could be a, a a problem due to heat, or if they were exposed to too much. Uh, sun at near the top of the soil, but usually people won't even eat those. They'll, they'll discard those before they actually sell them. Um, they're, and they're nice and firm when you buy them. You don't know it until you cut them open. That they either have the black streak or the white streak in them. Do they taste any? Have you have you eaten these as well? Yeah, I've I've cut out what I can and eat it, but it, they don't have the full flavor like a normal sweet potato. Well, that's one I don't know about. It some it could be some sort of a dis, disorder or virus or something inside the potato. Uh, yeah, but, too, but but I that's just kind of a general question. So I mean, I know about uh, borers being inside potatoes. I know about uh, soft spots on the potatoes. I know about cracking on the sweet potatoes. All these things. <laughs> Heck, I've run into those uh, uh, a half a dozen times. But uh, uh, inside the potato of a of a streaking, you know that that one I don't know. Uh, now, okay. it, it could just be a mutation, you know, or, or something else. Yeah. Uh, have you ever have you ever seen a, a chimera? Uh, no. A lot of times I see them on citrus trees, where you see a half a half of the fruit is green, half of it's yellow. Okay, and and chimeras uh, are are differently colored skin on the inside of a potato, and it's during the growth process that this actually happens. So that could be just a, a, a mutation uh, of the actual fruit itself, and that's just about all I can think of uh, that would happen on it. I thought maybe you might have run across it somewhere. No, no, maybe some, maybe somebody else has, and they'll call me up and say, "Hey, Mark, yeah, oh yeah, that's such and such and such and such," and and it'll be a new one on me. But I, I the mutation—that's the only thing I can think of. Okay, I'll keep listening for that then. But one other quick question. Oh, real quick, real quick, yes. Uh, yeah, I have 
I guess they call them banana slugs. They don't have a shell on them. Okay. Yes. And I've got a lot of them throughout the yard, and I've got two small dogs, and everything I find they say don't use around pets. Yeah, see, sure. that's the metaldehyde you can't use. Uh, 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 measure all is the only thing that I can tell you, just regular slug bait. Uh, outside of that, I'm sorry, Jim. Uh, I can't tell you. Email me that question again, and I can, maybe I can give you more information, but I'm up against the clock. i got to go. All right. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Stay tuned uh, for uh, uh, John McQuiston. We'll bring you up to date with what's happening in the world. Until next week, remember, without plants, we wouldn't be here. See you all next week. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.